everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 34, Chasing Fall. On this episode, we are going to share our road trip quest to see the fall leaves in its peak. The only concern is that it was over 1,500 miles, and that's just one way. Long way. (laughs) (laughs) We travel to Munising, Michigan, which is located in the Upper Peninsula, um, to backpack part of the North Country Trail, and we'll share with you how we camped along the way to save expenses. We give you some great tips on where to stay and what to look for when you are road tripping. So, yeah. So if you listen to our podcast, we've done a I-Royale podcast, which is part of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan also. Yeah. Um, And so this year when we were decided, we're really just kind of sitting on the couch having a beer. And we're like, God, man, we should go see fall leaves. <laughs> yeah. You know, where, where, where can we go? And we're like, I know. Hey, let's drive 1,500 miles one way. Because <laughs> that's reasonable. <laughs> to go see fall in the UP. <laughs> and then let's go backpacking while we're there. Right. And then one, Logic. And then let's go visit some friends while we're there. Just throw it all in And the so basket. the next thing we know, we're like packing the car trying to find someone to take care of the puppies because unfortunately they could not come with us in the national park system where we went to go backpack in so that's the rough news that was the that was kind of the the um i kind of guess the glinch in our travel plans of whether we were going to go or not going to be able to go but we did find someone to help us and they did want to take care of our dogs because they love our dogs and so that we had to separate them um, but we did find that and we took off to Munising, Michigan, which I can tell you is just one of the most uh, really, really beautiful, quaint little tiny UP towns uh, that you want to go visit in the country. If, if, if you have a bucket list and you get a chance to go to the UP, go to Munising. There's a lot to do. And that's really what we wanted to share with you guys about uh, and, you know, what our experience was. Yeah. So we, we kind of set off on this on this epic road trip. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's a long drive for our 1998 Ford uh, expedition. Yeah. And so... <laughs> yeah, um, we, were, we had our concerns. We had our concerns, but it, it she handled... She did great. She did great. She handled like a champ. Um, and so the I guess the first thing that we did was we planned our trip and we got our backcountry permits to hike part of the North Country Trail. Now, the North Country Trail, specifically, you don't need permits to, to backpack in, but it does go through the Pictured Rock National uh, uh, Park, yeah. uh, the Lakeshore. The Lakeshore, yeah. Uh, National Lakeshore Park. And so... And that is the Lakeshore Trail, which you do need permits That's for. That is correct. So... Um, we we got our permits because we wanted to uh, hike the 42-mile uh, scenic Lakeshore Trail that's in the Pictured Rock National Park. And there's also, uh, it's also part of a wilderness system. And um, I mean, it is just, if you want to go see fall, that is the trail to go do for sure. And so on our way, so after we got our per- permits, which by the way, pretty easy to get unless it's in the summer, um, but we thought we weren't, I mean, we thought, oh, well, fall, everyone's going to be there. Easy to get we permits. Were, I was pretty alarmed to see how few people 
well, actually, Munising was packed when we got out. Like, there was... For Munison, no, by the way. Right. <laughs> it was packed um, because you're talking about like almost almost mid-October, like early to mid-October. And um, so everybody's up there to photograph the fall leaves because let's just talk about peak for a second. Wozers. It was unbelievably impressive. But, but I was really alarmed to see how few people are actually backpacking um, the trail. During the most beautiful season. Yeah, you know, we really thought, we had the impression that it was going to be very crowded and we weren't going to get permits. Really the opposite. Um, A lot of day hiking, and we're going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later in the podcast. But as far as backpacking went, not that many people. Not that many people at all. Um, Probably has a lot to do with the fact that October is a little finicky up there yeah it is yeah it, it can it can it's hard to you know and it you know the one thing about the up um and i will say it's a little bit different than other uh travel destination places that you're going to go backpack in other than i mean anytime you go up north in the fall or spring it it is that you're you're really rolling the dice on weather let's be honest and so um i've been up in the up before one day it was 55 degrees that was the high um the next day was 85. So it just really depends on where, you know, how the wind is blowing, where the wind is blowing. Is it coming off the lake? You know, what, <laughs> you know, you're gonna be hiking in fog. Uh, you're gonna be hiking in sunshine. So it changes very quickly, very, as we found out when we were hiking. Um, but yeah, we went out there and um, we, we wanted to kind of split the drive into three different segments, which really turned out to be the best way to go. So. Um, we live in Atlanta, Georgia, and so the UP is quite a few miles away. And <laughs> quite a few, so just a few. It, it took us about three days to get there, but we split it up. Now, you know, um, we could have we could have done the long haul and and drove the, you know, the twelve, thirteen. Well, technically, hours, but... the the trip only consists of less than seventeen hours to actually get up to the UP. Yeah. It's not that long. No, it's but not we, that But we bad. wanted to split it up a little bit and go camping. And so, um, you know, of course, you know, we're on a budget like everybody else. And, you know, we have, uh, we look at expenses when you're planning on a, a road trip like everybody else does. And so we wanted to see, well, how can we really maximize our, you know, outdoors and um, really, really kind of um, maximize um, the outdoors and, and 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 how we can utilize our outdoor community and our friends and the people that we wanted to go visit and how that worked out. So it really worked out well. It was it perfect, was, actually. It was much better than I had anticipated it actually going in. We spent over 90% of our road trip outside of driving in the car um, in the outdoors. Like, not not just getting out to stretch or whatnot, but we camped in the outdoors. We took um, we took short hikes before and after our car rides. Um, so we definitely utilize being in the outdoors as part of our, as our goal. Like our goal was let's spend as much time in the outdoors as we can humanly spend on a road trip. And we, that time that we weren't outdoors, we were with friends. We were with um, our outdoor community. We were with people that uh, not only um, 
you know, our friends and, and people that are really dear to us, but we met new people along the way. And that was, it was such a great balance. Yeah, it really was. In fact, the first, so we, we came out of Atlanta, we drove up to uh, really uh, just north of Paducah, Kentucky, and in the Shawnee National Forest. Now, the Shawnee National Forest, uh, for people listening um, in the, uh, really kind of like in the Midwest, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee area, um, the Shawnee National Forest is probably one of the most underestimated and underwritten about national forests in the country. I would imagine because it's in Illinois, and, and most people think that Illinois doesn't have forests, <laughs> but it's got a big one. It's in the southern tip of Illinois, and it is beautiful uh, backpacking and, and hiking. They've got caves. They have trails. They have kayaking. They have thousand-year-old cypress trees. What? Um, you know, there's a lot to do down there. And so our first night was camping in... Uh, the Ferncliff State Park, where it's it's really pretty. They have great primitive campsites. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a bigger. It's one of the older Illinois parks, but the primitive sites. You, I mean, they're great, and they oh, and they're yeah. really really separated from people. Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised. That's the first time I'd actually been at Ferncliff State Park, and um, that. We were the only people in the, oh, I think in the entire state park at one point overnight. Yeah, I think perhaps. we were. <laughs> I, I think we're the only ones there. Um, and uh, to camp in a primitive spot, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, like 20, 30 yards away from your car, really, um, is eight bucks, eight dollars. Yeah. Uh, well worth it. Um, the next day, the next morning, uh, we had beautiful weather. Uh, we had a like nice fire going. The next morning we got up and we hiked along the bluffs. And these bluffs are really beautiful. Um, they really get your heart pumping. It's a great hike. They've got, you know, like uh, during the rainy season, they've got a, a lot of waterfalls. And these, these bluffs that you hike along are really, really nice because you get to be high up and you get to see, of course, it wasn't fall yet, but you really get to see, you know, the landscape. Yeah, yeah, it was well worth a morning hike before getting in that car again. Yeah, absolutely. So we got up and then we shot to Peoria, Illinois, which is another six hours away. Right, why Peoria? Why Peoria, Illinois? <laughs> Peoria, Illinois was, uh, I lived there for a while and um, we had a backpacking group uh, that we had started out there years ago. And the outdoor group, when they heard we were it's still in existence it's still it's in so existence and when they it. heard we were traveling through they were like hey why don't you guys come talk to our group and um talk uh teach a little backpacking basics basics class which we did and we got to meet a, that was so much fun it was fun we had about 15 uh people show up and we went through the class and then we the class was at a, a really beautiful nature center and they have a three mile trail um, that you can then go hike, uh, you know, right there. So, you know, now it's like, okay, 
Ferncliff State Park went day hiking. Right. And then Peoria, we we did a three mile trail. Oh, and with was, with the class, and with, that was actually a beautiful trail for being tucked in in the middle in an of urban area. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. And so it was kind of cool because you had all the the uh, newbie backpackers, you know, asking us all kinds of questions, which we love, and trying to inspire people to put a pack on and get out there. And we, I think we got one. I think. I think we, I think we got the girl think thinking. You could see the look. At, yeah, you could see the look <laughs> in her eye. I think she's gonna do it. Yeah. And so um, we had we had a lot of fun. And then right after the class, we did the hike. We did the three mile hi- uh, uh, gig. And then our friend um, our friend Becky, who is running that organization now, says, "Hey man, you know why don't you just crash at my place?" And so we had a place to stay with her. She makes great breakfast, by the way. Um, homemade potatoes, which we fell in love with. Yeah. Um, and so we got to see our outdoor community, and which was very, very nice to us and very, very uh, welcoming uh, to us. And then we took off to Chicago. Yeah. So I mean, crazy, took, right? <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of short stints. We there, did, but it was so worth it because. Um, the next day and a half, we actually got to spend in Chicago, uh, putzing around the most beautiful weather there. Um, but really connecting with uh, my dearest friend. Um, and Who was a guest of this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, and so getting to connect with her um, right before she... She should be, what, going into labor over the next, like, week could, and a half, perhaps? Could be right now. <laughs> um, so that was really um, just an unexpected, like, just very soulful gift to be able to get in the midst of this this random road trip that we decided to do. Well, and the upon. great thing about that is that we we walked all day. In Chicago. Yeah. And what did we do? We went to the Lincoln Park Zoo. Yeah, we did. And so we got to walk through Grant Park in Chicago. <laughs> so our, our urban theme kind of kept on going for that uh, for those two days. And so we got to spend all day outside with Casey and Brian and um, just really got to see, you know, how beautiful Chicago is in in that urban setting. And, and Chicago is one of those cities that is really trying hard um, to to implement an urban um, uh, urban outdoor environment in the city, you yeah. know, get outdoors. Yeah. They've always had great trails on the lakefront, but you can definitely see, you know, how much that has changed since I've been there and you've been there. We both grew right. up in Chicago, and uh, it was really really cool. So we got we we spent time there. We spent all day outside, and then the next morning we were off to Munising. Finally. Finally. Right? But yet it we were only what four days in and we had already felt as though we had been on the road forever. Right. It was Yeah. It was and we hadn't even made it to our destination. So we're driving up <laughs> we're we're driving up to Munising and one of the things that we noticed when we got up there was that hey a lack of fall. Where's fall? <laughs> I mean it looked a little was, worse for wear, actually. It was Probably the most. Um, it was kind of weird. It was like a. It was a mixture of like being disheartened by the fact that oh my gosh, I can't believe we like didn't nail. We've been talking to the park rangers for right. 
for like a week now. Well, <laughs> I didn't know whether we had missed it or had confusion. not started yet. Yeah. <laughs> it was really so weird. We could tell. No, I, I knew based on the, uh, the uh, force blanket that it hadn't quite hit yet. So we were hoping that five days on the trail and we would hit it on the way out. Yeah. Which we did. Which we did. Um, but uh, so one of the things that uh, Ariana is really good at when she um, when she claims this role is the navigator uh, <laughs> position. And I have to ask her, will you be navigator today? She okay, goes, come on, you guys. Not everybody feels like navigating and so she goes, all the time. She goes, yes, I will navigate today. Uh, but so, actually, sometimes she says, no, I will not navigate today. That is so, true. That is true. Sometimes so I deny the role. You deny the role. So, um, so she had she worked really hard on planning our trip on where we we're going to stay um, once we got up to Munising because we were gonna we got there um, late in the day and so we knew we couldn't hit the trail right away. Our permits didn't really start until the next day, so we had to find a place to stay. Well, Munising, uh, Michigan has it's it's just really one big national forest because you have the Picture Rock National Park on one side and then you've got the grand sable recreation area in the lake in lake superior that you can boat to and you can go backpacking to well, right. so you've got that and recreation I, area and then you've got like a huge national forest that surrounds exactly, munising exactly so it really does encompass and then you have wilderness areas within that national forest so yeah. it really does encompass everything that you want to you know get to um you know for the outdoors as far as hiking or car camping and, and everything that you want to do. And by the way, um, the summer isn't even their busiest months. It's the winter. Right, I know. So Munising... Well, and they don't want to be out there in the winter? It's absolutely stunning. Yeah, snowmobiling is their... That's their claim to fame um, everywhere in the UP. It's yeah. a big, big winter sport area. So, um, you know, for the tourism industry there, they're kind of like waiting for the snow to start. Yeah. And then yeah, they get yeah. hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people coming out there to snowmobile. So there's a little uh, little tiny national forest called, I think it's called Bay City or Bay Bay something that we looked at. Do you remember the, the name of that? Yeah, but it'll come it was, to me in a second. It was Bay something. Bay, Bay Fern. Or, Bay, I can't yeah. remember. Anyway. It's three miles uh, west of Munising. And so it's just like, and it's like 39 well it's right it's in christmas by the way it's in a town called christmas christmas michigan christmas michigan it's three miles west of munising and it's really like a, a like a 39 site park <laughs> and you you really literally drive off um uh i think it's 28 right there uh, by munising you drive off and you, you're in the you're in the national forest park right, right and so it's like 39 sites and the cool thing about this is that some of these sites are right on the lake and you talk about a boondocking paradise oh, oh yeah. my gosh absolutely so we <laughs> drove in there a little bit we just got there as sun was setting um we found a spot picked it and i mean it couldn't have been a better spot to get ready for a you know a four day backpacking trip, absolutely, we were able to go through all of our gear, get it ready, get settled, 
you know, go through our prep plan, um, everything that we needed to do and have a great spot. And we were three miles away from the shuttle. Outdoors. Outdoors, right. Getting prepared for that. A little then. windy that night, though. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little windy. <laughs> um, but, um, but, you know, you do get that with the outdoors. <laughs> Wind and rain, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was it was just uh, it's in Christmas, Michigan. It's in the UP. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got like the world's largest Santa Claus or something like that. Um, I, it's crazy. It's <laughs> the only place up there that's got a casino. And I when I say casino, I'm not really talking a big place. It's like maybe they have four slot machines. It's like it's a, a hole in the wall. It's a pretty small place. It's tucked in between. But they let the our but they let RVs a, boondock there. Yeah, they do. That's crazy. Well, they actually four or five have spots. Yeah. yeah, they have like four or five spots that yeah. they've got the hookups and everything else. Yeah. It's pretty in a, in a concrete parking lot, um, but right across <laughs> from there is the um, is the National Forest Park. Oh, I think it's called Bay Furnace. But Bay Furnace. Maybe I could be totally it. wrong on that. Well, it's a beautiful <laughs> it's a beautiful area. Our, the camp hosts uh, that were there were for were there for about six months, and they were getting ready to leave, and um, it was a great place. So we stayed there, packed. We we prepped for our backpacking trip, and then. And then um, it was three miles to Munising Falls, and that is where for the all eight a.m. pickup for an eight a.m. pickup. That's an all tran. There's only one service out there, so if you're going to plan to backpack the Lakeshore Trail, that's about the best service you're going to get. Shuttle service. It's yeah. about twenty dollars a person, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To and get the full length. To get the full length, and so um, really nice, very clean. It's a shuttle bus. They put you in there, and then they you can go from Unising Falls all the way to Grand Marie, where really the trail, if you're going to hike east to west, that's where the trail starts. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. The, the trail. Oh, my gosh. It was the Lakeshore Trail. The 42 miles were unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. I... I it, it, crazy beautiful so <laughs> the one thing about this trail is that it's it's so diverse with you know you think the up what do you think you think well what's up there well there's a lot up there um the great sand dunes are there oh my god and you're so like what sand yeah, dunes absolutely. yeah huge right and that's where you start the trail off right so you're starting so it's almost like the tale of two different trails um, you know, whether you start from the east or the west, it, it, it doesn't matter. You're still experiencing two completely different trails. And about halfway through, it starts to alter. Um, we started, uh, we stepped foot into a field. And the grass had just grown so tall that it was like up to your waist. And it was absolutely beautiful. Um, just walking through there and then we meandered through forests um, and but then when you get when you really kind of get through like the first little trudge of the trail in terms of walking by the road a lot you enter into the sand dunes and you have this wall of dunes kind of blocking your you know your sight of, of the lake and you know they're there, but they're so inaccessible to you. And yeah, every once in a while there's a little trail and, that comes down. Right. And you can climb up the trail and you're and on sand dunes. And I mean, if you've never explored sand dunes, they are, 
Well, they're tough. They're hard hiking. <laughs> they are hard hiking for sure. But there's something just very raw about walking on sand and, and, and getting to a destination through this like up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, just roller coaster ride to be able to get to see something. And it's, and it's very, very beautiful. And so you're, you're walking through, you're pretty much walking through forests and along sand dunes, over sand dunes, um, near the lake, but you're pretty low in elevation. Um, you're almost, you're almost um, elevated with the lake uh, for the majority of the first half of the trail. Yeah. And it's not until the well almost the second day of your stretch that you start to see the sand cliffs or yeah. i mean i'm sorry the cliffs yeah it really is i mean ariana's right it really is the tale of two trails because you know like when you start you know uh you're 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 in pine a lot uh typical forest um the trail is very straight uh very straight in some uh, in some parts um, but then, you know, all of a sudden, just as you start getting a little, it starts getting a little monotonous, boom, you're like, um, you, you come out of its glory and you're high up on the cliff and you're at the, uh, you're at this, the, the log run or, you know, the, the, you know, where they used to dump the logs right, over right. the side of the beach. <laughs> um, and so for the ships to pick them up down there and you're like what's a log run and then you got this historical place yeah and it, you know it's really really cool and then things start getting exciting and then all of a sudden you come out um and you're hiking along the cliffs of of lake superior for a minute you go back in in the forest really, and it's a beautiful pine forest you so you really have to appreciate what you're hiking through when you're hiking through it because it doesn't last it very doesn't long. last no it changes and it changes so frequently one of the most frequently altered terrains along the route um you're constantly um kind of doing a very very small little weaving north and south north and south north and south to be able to see the water or tuck into like the forest yeah and it's and you're constantly going in and out in and out without really making much of a deviation no and and, and so you really do just like need to appreciate where you're at because it's gone before you know it yeah so the lakeshore <laughs> the lakeshore trail and the north country trail are the same trail yeah and so the north country trail comes up through Mackinac up through the UP and parallels um, and connects into the uh, the Lakeshore Trail and Pictured Rock National Park. Um, Pictured Rock National Park has a wilderness in in it inside the park itself, yes. and so you're actually in a designated wilderness area. Um, they do have they do have designated camping areas. Uh, most I would say like 80% of all the campsites there are pretty cool. Um, the one thing that you'll uh, get to see, not only will you see these beautiful, outstanding pictured rocks as you're, you're hiking right on top of these things, but you'll see waterfalls that jut out into Lake Superior from about 200 feet. Multiple um, You hike falls, over yeah. waterfalls. You hike over these creeks, and when you follow the creeks, usually at a camp area, right, the creek falls right onto the beach, into the lake. So the nice thing about this trail is that you've got some beach time. 
Absolutely. So you can go out on the beach and these creeks are flowing very strong and they cut into the beach and flow right into the lake. I mean, talk about a spa for your feet, <laughs> you know, a natural spa for your feet. I'm telling you, it's 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 amazing. And um, and so it's, the trail's always changing like that. And, and they've got, uh, I think, if I counted right, there was about three major beach areas that were really worth, um, you know, like the beachfront backpacking property, I guess. Yeah, I would say it. there were three pretty notable ones. And then, um, and then you know, um, you know, and then not only do you do you you know hike over the pictured rocks, which is absolutely. And when I say hike up to them, you're up to the cliff. Absolutely, you're up to the cliff. Um, you know, no doubt about it. You are on that if cliff. If you guys could see Scott's face right now, his eyes are bugged out. There's a couple <laughs> spots where you can walk out into. One of them is called Sandpoint, right? And um, man, I mean, it's pretty scary. Uh, I wouldn't walk out there. But so, Ariana did. Ariana's like, "Hey, go back you, a little bit. Let me take your picture. Go back. Go back." I'm like, "You are nuts." If I walk. If I take one step back, but that's you, the Lakeshore Trail. Do you know that moment in a relationship where you think you know your partner so well, you've been dating for years, and all of a sudden you learn something new about them? Well, this road trip taught me that Scott's a little fearful of heights. Uh, make it a little so nervous. I learned that about this because you're on these sand-sown cliffs. Um, so pictured rocks, to kind of explain pictured rocks, um, pictured rocks is, it really gets its, its name from the, the picturesque uh, vision that these sandstone cliffs offer when, um, when you have um, the min all the mineral from the, the groundwater after a rain right. comes pouring down on onto the rock itself and exposing it into this beautiful It's layered thing. after layered after layered after layered. You have iron, thousands copper, of years magnesium. Of erosion. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have all of this that comes out. And when the sun hits it, it is this most breathtaking, picturesque view. Yeah, um, you have like, you have like tans and reds and browns oh and gosh. whites. And it's yes. just, it's really, really uh, very cool. And you know you're really high up, and and with a different perspective. But you're constantly going up above the cliffs and then back down onto the beach. And right above. And the cool thing is, with the different perspective, is after you get done hiking this trail, you can take in you can take the boat tour. Yeah. And then go do the sunset tour and see where you've hiked and get a completely different perspective that you can't actually see on or the trail. Or if you wanted a more intimate look, you can rent a kayak. And go right. kayaking in the caves down below in yeah. Pictured Rock yeah. if the water, if if Lake Superior lets you kayak. Um, <laughs> it's a little rough. But there's a lot to do and see in Munising. And, you know, that was one of our, that was one of our, our things. We really wanted to do a lot of multiple things at the same time but we all wanted to be, to be outdoors. Absolutely. And I think we accomplished that on our road trip, I right? would say we did. Check and the fall leaves, which is the title of our podcast. Ariane, did we see fall this oh, year? 
not only did we see fall, but we saw fall, y'all. Oh, my <laughs> <Boom>. God. Our, <laughs> it was. Surprising what five days can do to leaves. It when, was, a, when a cold front comes Yeah, through. well, it was a, it was a little brisk. <laughs> and brisk little, might be an understatement, but, but we were prepared for it. Anyway, the fall leaves popped while we were out on the trail. Now, on the trail itself, we were probably still just about a week early for it to actually hit the lake shore where we were because that's the last to actually adapt the color. But the minute we got off the trail, all of a sudden it was like fall it was popping like we were, left and right. We thought like we were in candy. a different place. <laughs> we thought we had been like catapulted in a different dimension. It, it, was, it was like unreal. red, yellows. I mean, it was, it was prime fall. Yeah, it was prime fall. And uh, I just yeah, I wanted to it was linger beautiful. forever. Yeah, we yeah we <laughs> wanted to stay up there for a couple extra days, but um, but you know one of the things that we learned with with all of this is that you know um, you can you can do a lot if you plan and prepare as far as you know camp outside. You know don't we we spent the only time we really spent indoors was driving. Um, you know, I reach out to your, your, your community. You know, if you're a part of a kayak club, reach out to those guys, reach out to your hiking clubs, reach out to your backpacking clubs. You know, one of the things that we're lucky about is that we've been able to travel a lot in our lives when we, um, teaching backpacking basics, teaching backpacking boot camp, uh, teaching out other outdoor stuff. And so we've been able to build our community and thank you to the Peoria backpackers and Becky and thank you for Casey and Brian for letting us stay in Chicago. Um, you know, we were really able to to plan our meals ahead of time. We only went grocery shopping one time, um, and that was all of our food for our backpacking trip and all of our meals for when we camped. And so and that really, really helped us save a lot of money. And the campgrounds were, were very reasonable, very, very, we never spent over 20 bucks for a campsite ever. Um, and it was just a really, really beautiful way to spend time doing everything that you love outdoors. It was so rejuvenating spending that much time over two weeks spans in the outdoors and just kind of experiencing it all. Gorgeous, beautiful days, rainy, rainy, shitty, foggy days. Like it yeah. was so beautiful and everything in between cold fronts um warm fronts it was it was just really it was just really encouraging to spend two full weeks in the outdoors and that's not something that i remember doing even as a young child on my road trip so i'm so grateful we did it yep so um so we're gonna we're gonna talk about um this on our live show on our facebook page so if you go to the backpacker tv on facebook um we always do a live show on on thursdays and so we're going to talk about that we're also going to show photographs of our trip um so after you listen to this podcast go watch the replay on the backpacker tv facebook page and we're gonna um, we're gonna give away kind of like our gear list, uh, Ariane's gear list, my gear list, and then with a bonus, we're giving away our road trip gear list of what we bring on every road trip, no matter where we go. We always have it in the car. It's always our go-to gear um, that we cook with. We our Yeti cooler and, and and all that other stuff that we bring. Very compactable. We travel very very light, 
and we want to share that gear list with you. So go to our uh, Facebook page, The Backpacker TV, and watch the replay video, and we give you a, a word to type in, and you'll get that gear list. So really super appreciate you guys listening. We were on the road for the last two weeks, obviously, so we yeah. were not able to podcast, um, no. but we're good. it's good to be home, good to be back. Everybody's <laughs> safe and sound. The car made it, and looking forward to our next road trip for sure, right? Yeah, when are we going to do it? Uh, well, we have to wait for fall to come down here, but <laughs> sounds like a winter so. trip to me. <laughs> sounds like you're going someplace in the winter. All right, anyway, thank thanks you guys, guys for listening. We'll see you next Thursday. Talk to you later. Bye.